0: Hello, Bug Babies, it's Jack here. We're taking the day off uh, as it's a holiday weekend. Uh, But we figured this might be a good opportunity to unlock an episode of our Patreon show, Oh God, It's Friday, where we're watching every single TGIF show one by one in the order that they aired until we die. The episode that you're about to hear is our latest episode about Full House Season 3, Episode 11, Aftershocks. Uh, For folks not familiar with Full House, it's an iconic late 80s, early 90s show about three apparently unrelated men known as the Tanners who move in together in a post-apocalyptic alternate universe, San Francisco, after the oldest man's life partner is transformed into a sea creature and forced to live at the bottom of the Marianas Trench in an unfortunate accident uh, related to wild magic. The episode we're discussing this week takes place after a terrifying cataclysm called the Advent, during which an unholy creature known as Mrs. Claus has clawed her way into the Tanner's reality space through a gap in the fabric of time. And it's really upsetting Stephanie. We'll be back next week with 27 Dresses. In the meantime, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Have fun!
1: Okay, I'm recording now. One. Thank you. Got it. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. You take issue with the way I'm counting. Look out Friday night. Come down to the show. Here we go. Full house, family smile just the two of us, but I
0: want it my way. We'll be here all night. Could be we'll be here for a year. Strangers to our lives. How did it come to this? so oh man, oh God, it's Friday. Yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah, there were a few. I guess why? I have a few notes since we're talking about it. Um, I didn't okay. like...
1: and remember it's no whammies. I know, I know. So make it. Uh, that's why I'm going to try to keep these... and funny. Yep,
0: yep, trying to keep these pretty productive Um, and just...
1: Maybe spice it up with some like potty humor.
0: I didn't love uh, the pause before the number three, just because it's not hard to know what comes after two. And I feel like as a professional podcaster, something like that is just kind of table stakes, you know? I didn't like yeah, that pause. Yeah. And then I didn't You don't didn't think it has like... more to
1: do with the latency issues between our no, two computers than anything? No, I don't think
0: that. I don't think that. And I also didn't love um, just to how you kind of made a meal out of the whole thing. <laughs> 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 That's me putting on my fun vest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially after we said, you know, we've only got about thirty minutes or so to get this done. We can't make any mistakes. We got to keep this interesting. And um, the first thing you did, your first instinct was to um, spend a really long time counting
1: (laughs) ham it up in the counting section. Yeah. Yeah, And then address it on the (laughs) and then address it on the main show. And we have to keep it in because it's it's a a big. Well, we we got to get some of the housekeeping out of the (laughs) way though, because it's been a big week. Uh-huh. el jefe has taken the show in a pretty daring dramatic new direction
0: el jefe and dare i say um,
1: lenny rips oh lenny lenny rips was involved in this
0: yeah i think it's not just el jefe anymore it's el, el oh. jefe and lenny rips and i think that's what's going on it's lenny rips has really kind of
1: put some kick he's in. come el on Jefe's he's stack. come in and he's like <laughs> He's done a lot of like lore building, you yeah. know. <laughs> in a lot of ways, he's pushed the show in a lot of different directions because, sometime between, sorry, hello, this is um, oh god, it's Friday. It's yeah. a Patreon podcast that yeah. you subscribe to, so <laughs> yeah, you should know what I'm, it is. We're hoping that your fans, you, you had of to it. do some kind of like work and us in some manner to be here. <laughs> but I'm Tanner Greenring. This is Jack Shepard. We watch the TGIF shows and we talk about them. It's January. Twenty twenty three. I'm a. a I'm a. I'm in my late thirties. Yeah. Soon I'll be in my like, very late thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About as late as you can be in your thirties. <laughs> yeah. Without being something else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm enjoying this this sort of like world building that's happened in November or December of nineteen eighty nine. Something has happened. Something has happened. We should say El Jefe is Jeff Franklin, who always
0: appears at the um, sure. start stars like full house. Executive producer or and something. I think some other TGIF shows. Uh, but lately he's been accompanied by El Jefe is our fun nickname for Jeff Franklin. Lenny Rips is Lenny Rips', Rips is p- actual name.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah, we didn't even we didn't we even, even specify that or any spin on the ball. In any way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But they've done something interesting. Yeah, they've they've sort of taken the show post apocalyptic, mm-hmm. um, and it's full house. It's like it's a little like it's the sh- the show is full house. Yes, yeah, sorry, it's a little like the day after tomorrow, where like we're sort of like brought into this world in media res. Yeah, with the cold open, having learned that like the big one just hit. The big one has hit, and we then we
0: watched diligently watched every episode leading up to this. Yeah, and Lenny Rix well, was like. Every
1: episode of season three.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I, it sounds like Lenny Rips is taking Kurt Vonnegut's advice, which I've talked about before on this podcast, which is you should start as cl- oh, yeah. close to the end of your story
1: as possible.
0: And so El Jefe right. was like, well, we're going to have to do a whole earthquake episode before we can right get to- Right when your the-
1: little guy is about to be sucked up by aliens. Yeah, exactly. That's when you're like, this that's, is where we That's when, when it
0: starts. Start. And so Lenny Rips skipped the earthquake, and we're just dealing with the aftermath. Yeah, he didn't
1: show it to us. He just shows <laughs> us sort of the fallout, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> And the most sort of like immediate impact is that Full House is Urkel. Yeah. It, Kimmy Gibbler. Full House is Urkel, comma,
0: Kimmy Gibbler. Yep, that's a fine way to start a sentence. And please continue.
1: <laughs> has taken up residence at the yes. Tanner household because her, her house is in ruin. Yeah. <laughs> it's been shooken apart. Yeah, and that's the called up. So boys,
0: do any work today? Or did you just play housewife?
1: Well, Kimmy, I called your mom. Great news. You can move back home.
0: Your room's been painted and all the repairs from the earthquake are finished. Actually, they were finished yesterday, but somehow your mom forgot to call. Aw, I hate to leave. I feel like I'm part of the family now.
1: Yeah, you know, you've only been here two days, but... Gosh, Joseph, didn't it seem like a lifetime? And that's the cold open... And that's only some of the world building that they, they did this week and the this, this sort of like lore Bible writing that they did this week. Because, sorry, Jack Jack won't engage with me because my computer has decided to make me into like a Max Headroom <laughs> robot for him. And he won't look at me when I'm like it's this. It's hard to look at. Do, are you able to see that? <laughs> yeah. And it's your computer. You still look normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here, I think I'm back. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. It's no whammies. It's no whammies. No, I'm not back. I'm still max headrooming. That's fine. No ram- whammies. We can't make any mistakes here. Um,
0: so Kimmy Gibbler is in town, and um, she's staying over, and they're hoping to get rid of her in the cold open, but she well, the, won't go.
1: It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, I don't know if uh, hilarious is quite the right word, but they're pretty openly hostile to Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah, and there, even the adults. There hasn't been any really, especially the
0: adults, good reason given why Kimmy Gibbler's nice and funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, perf- and like perfectly lovely. Seems like a really nice house guest. Michelle's like in love with her, begs yeah. her to stay. <laughs> uh, but that's not the only lore building they did. They also um, did a lot of work on like the Santa Claus lore. Did they? Let's see what she says. Oh, at the eight 8.25, 8 minute and 25 second mark, um, the B plot is sort of um, launched with a burn. It's the, the, the burn that like built a B plot is that DJ Tanner has a big zit on her nose. Right. Right before she's meant to play Mrs. Claus in the school, like, Christmas production. Yes. And she tells us that Mrs. Claus can't have a zit on her nose at the 8 minute and 25 second mark because she's 612 years old.
0: Joey, I cannot be Mrs. Santa Claus like this. She's 612 years old. Her face would have cleared up by now.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Which felt pretty specific. It felt like the show knows something about Santa and the Santa lore that I don't. Yeah. Or maybe has, like, you know, just decided to contribute to the Santa lore, or at least the, the Mrs. Claus. She's lore. 612 years old. So in 1989,
0: that would be yeah, what, which, the, what, which the, the, been? the mid-1300s we're dealing with is when Mrs. Claus first is spawned. In the some Dark way. Ages. Yeah, in the Dark Ages. Right <laughs> in there. It's like the the bubonic plague was tearing through Europe. I <laughs> yeah, think. so I wonder what cataclysmic event created Mrs. Claus. But that's a very interesting thing for them to add. Yeah, is a is an actual date in the 1300s that signifies the birth of Santa's wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good lore. Because I don't. <laughs> presumably, Santa's like infinite. You know. Yeah. like... He's been there since the birth of the cosmos.
0: Oh, so he's been. Santa is infinite, and then sometime around the dark ages, towards the end of the dark ages, Santa decided uh, that he was lonely,
1: and lo, (laughs) and he came to Earth in the form of a plague. Yeah, yes, and found his bride, (laughs)
0: Mrs. Claus, and DJ knows that. And this is this is El Jefe. This is El Jefe stuff. This is not us. Yeah, (laughs) we're a mouthpiece. (laughs) So that's cool. And it's also El Jefe and Lenny Rips by extension have decided that everyone, I think everyone in their world knows that. It's common knowledge. It's not secret. It's not arcane knowledge that DJ has. It's just sort of, so it must be something that's kind of top of mind for these people. And maybe that was what the cataclysm was.
1: Oh, yeah. This just happened last week. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's what. And the the cataclysm has caused various traumas. It's caused. It's manifested itself physically on DJ's nose in the form of a zit.
1: Yeah. Well, can I. While we're still talking about that, before you go to the actual A plot, can I tell you the burn that launched a B plot? Yeah, I'd love that. At the four minute and 55 second mark, Mm -hmm. um, it has been revealed that DJ has a big zit on her nose. And Kimmy Gibbler's still stalking about the Tanner household. Yeah. And. DJ storms into her room, Kimmy's there, and she says,
0: I have to be Mrs. Claus tomorrow in front of the whole school.
1: And Kimmy says,
0: You could always switch parts and play Rudolph.
1: (laughs) That's good. Which is pretty good, but then DJ hits her back. Yeah, with...
0: What are you laughing at, parakeet legs?
1: Yeah, that was my burn. I liked that.
0: What are you laughing at, parakeet legs, is choice.
1: Yeah, really good, and because they like they pull out, it's like a really wide shot, and you can see Kimmy Gibbler's little like parakeet yeah. legs. In fact, it almost feels a little mean. It feels a little mean like, to the actress. Well, that playing girl Kimmy like, Gibbler. has <laughs> long skinny legs. <laughs> yeah, some like old. Yours
0: it is fake. Some old cigar chomping comedy writer of yore in the <laughs> writers' room was like looking at this girl's skinny legs and being like, "We can do. We can do jokes on this." That's, that's fucked. This, we can cut deep here. Um, I guess we're not only in our burn segment. We, we are by extension in our hit segment that's called oh. Gimme, Kimmy. I'm Kimmy. Two M's, a Y's, an I and a K. But not in that order. <laughs> I pity the fool who marries this woman. <laughs> oh, gimme, 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 No, it doesn't gimme. need anything else. It's already good. Gimme, gimme, yeah, gimme. Okay, the Britney song. Sure. Um and so we've already said most of the Kimmy Gibbler things except at the 3 minute mark when it's time for her to leave she goes it's been a slice i'll see you later kid it's been a slice
1: That's cool. <laughs> Which is very Jesus. cool. I think they're all
0: just I'm jealous gonna start of her. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're so mean to her to her face. Yeah. Like at one point she's just like she's like you know making a little just joke just to like bring a little levity to the situation everyone's well, the A plot's pretty heavy. We'll get A plot's heavy, yeah. The A plot's really dark. I
0: texted you last week when we were initially going to record this, but then your life kind of fell apart in ways that are probably yeah. too boring to it, talk it about. Fled. Yeah, and you just Should fled. we do Massachusetts. We have not done Massachusetts, but I'd love to finish my sentence. Yeah, please. Um, I texted you. This episode has a really dark energy, and if memory serves, you responded. Um,
1: what episode? I, think I said what episode? Yeah. <laughs> which was wild. I think mean, because- that's when you started to figure out that maybe things had unraveled in my We were life. literally 30 minutes out from recording. <laughs> like,
0: what episode? You're, you're like, yeah, I was just thinking the same thing about this episode of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, should I do Massachusetts? Yeah, now? now you can do Massachusetts. But I just want the listeners to to be warned that from here on out, nothing is fun. The episode has a really dark energy, so put a, take off your so fun let's hats. Get, let's get Massachusetts out of the somber way,
1: hats. Because no, 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 not yet. Okay. Take off your fun no, hat. But, put on
0: your fact hat. Okay, hang on. Take off your fun hat now and put on your fact hat. Unless you're already wearing a fun fact hat, in which case keep that on. But get ready to take keep it, it off.
1: Although you may, if it's a fun fact hat, you may be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All
0: right. Ev- um, everybody's got their right hats on. So let's hear a Massachusetts Facts
1: from Tanner. Tanner's been out in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. I've been out in Massachusetts. Uh, Massachusetts. Yes. Massachusetts. Massachusetts is what we call it on the show. Yeah. It's based on a meme. It's my favorite meme. Second favorite meme after the guy with the two buckets on his <laughs> Two blue buckets. It's not even a meme. That's just a video. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I didn't know you were like <laughs> keeper of master of the memes. Yeah, that meme belongs in a museum. <laughs> <The> archiver. <laughs> I went to Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. So far, not interesting. On a two-day vacation. Okay. To stay at the MGM Grand Casino Resort. Weird. Um, Because we had to cancel another vacation because Jamie had COVID. Long story short. Yeah. Here's what I learned about Springfield, Massachusetts. Home to Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. Because it's where basketball was invented. Okay. It's where Dr. Seuss was invented. It's where the automobile was invented. Okay. It's where... um, what is some of the other stuff? Boston Tea Party. Boston Tea Party was probably Boston. <laughs> um they invented everything okay. and they're they've got so much renown. And it sounds like it's a, it's a shame that Springfield, Massachusetts, oh by the way, the media center of the Connecticut Valley. Okay. The media capital of the Connecticut Valley.
0: It sounds like you've bought a lot of hype on just a two day vacation.
1: <laughs> well about an otherwise I was, I was frankly really impressed. Unremarkable town. <laughs> So those are my Massachusetts facts. Wait, those that's it. We've had the facts. Th- there it is. Okay. Yeah. Um no, I can <laughs> I
0: can probably drum up more. No, I hope people didn't keep their fun facts hats on for that segment. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Those are good facts. Those are the Massachusetts facts. Uh now everybody put on your trauma
1: hats because Stephanie has lasting trauma. Yep, from the event. At the eleven minute and thirty eight second mark, Jack is queuing it up now yeah. in post. Mm-hmm. Um, you will hear on the the sort of score that it, it takes a very like very special episode kind of turn at that point. There's some somber music, some like heartstring tugging piano chords. Yeah, Did you hear it? I heard it. Yeah, uh, that's when I knew that we were things we are about to take a turn for, for some no good.
0: There's something yeah. wrong. Something's wrong, and uh, she always wants to be with Daddy, doesn't she? She's clinging yeah, on well, to daddy. She doesn't want to let him leave. It's
1: getting weird. She's freaking out if he's like late coming home. They decide to go to like kid therapy together. Yeah, I got a couple things about that. One, at the 11 minute mark, he's supposed to
0: go to some work evening social event and she yeah. doesn't want him to go.
1: I'm sorry, honey. It's for grown-ups only, okay? You can't go. And then he says, it's okay, it's okay, I won't go, I'll stay here with you, okay, everything's all right.
0: And maybe that's why she's so fucking clingy, is that he is far too lenient.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they do, if I'm not mistaken, then do explore that in therapy yeah. later on in the episode.
0: <laughs> but he really just gives up quite quickly. Yeah, 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 I would need a good deal more, I guess maybe he's a better dad, he's noticing something. That really is wrong, oh, maybe,
1: I think I would also say, "Oh, okay, I'll stay home with you, but oh really, I don't think it would be I don't think it would be based on any like empathy i I hate to say this, but yeah. I know it wouldn't be based on any empathy, I know it would just be based on the fact that I would rather just you stay you don't home. want to go to the stupid work event,
0: yeah, and you could call and be like, my son." asked me not to go
1: what do you want me to because say? of the yeah remember the hurricane the earthquake we all remember, s- suffered through
0: like a week ago santa's wife who's been haunting <laughs> us since the 1300s suddenly kind of reared her head in a, and yeah. manifested in downtown san francisco well it freaked out my child and i'm not going to fucking work drinks
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um okay Fair enough. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry I called her clingy. She obviously has something that she needs to work through. Uh, but we do learn that Danny is a Scientologist. Hmm. Tell me more. At the 15 minute I'm not sure I caught and it. 50 second mark, Joey and Jesse are like, oh, you should have her um, talk to someone. And Danny says, what do you mean?
1: Take her to a therapist or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a thing about Scientologists, I think. It's that they're, like, super against therapy. Oh, because they don't need therapy. They have, like, whatever, like...
1: Thetans. thetans or whatever.
0: Yeah, but it's... Remember, yeah. Tom Cruise is famously, like, railing against psych- psychiatry.
1: It's a thing. Oh, I just watched... Um, this is... I guess this is fraught. Okay. Like, a, a fraught moor we're about to wade into, but I did just okay. watch Top Gun Maverick. So did I. Uh, and I thought it was breathtaking.
0: Yeah, an amazing, incredible film. No notes. Perfect.
1: And I realized as I was watching, I was like, I just like Tom Cruise. Love him. Love the guy. Yeah. There's not a, a Tom Cruise movie I've seen in the last 10 years that I didn't like. He lights up the screen. Leave the theater being like, that was great. He lights up the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. There it is. We're in the ball <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? Okay. So, yes. They go to therapy together. Yeah. Daddy, daddy-daughter daddy, therapy. They eventually, he's eventually persuaded. With a real no-nonsense therapy. Therapy.
0: She gets I really right like to the uh, right to the point she says Stephanie draw a picture and put some scary stuff in it (laughs) would you like to draw a picture for me sure how about a nice bird well I like birds but what I'd really like to see is a picture of your family you're in luck families and birds are my two best things (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) she's like make make, draw a picture and make it really easy to identify your trauma yeah I've got one for for an audience of Americans. I have
0: one idea here. <laughs> I'm going to have you draw <laughs> a picture and hopefully you're going to draw whatever your trauma is in the picture. And if not, there's no fixing yet. Yeah. Uh, but she does draw yeah, her so trauma. Yeah, so she
1: drew this like real like bad wolf, like end of Matt Smith era yeah. Doctor Who totally like, crack in the, yeah. in the ceiling of her house. Yeah. It's pretty freaky yeah and she draws she, <laughs> like the time lords are on the other side of it it's intense
0: it's like she draws the, She she's like the therapist is like wink wink hey steph why don't you go draw a picture while i'm talking to your dad and Steph's like okay and she just absolutely crushes it she draws a huge house inside the house are stephanie dj joey and jesse outside the house is daddy and there's a crack in the wall
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where <laughs>
0: mrs claus comes through isn't it and, <laughs> yeah. You could see her little fucking this hands. Timeless bee glowing through this crack <laughs> in the wall.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you think it's Mrs. Claus, like C L A
1: W S? I think it was at some point. Yeah. you know, like Coca Cola. The Coca Cola PR machine yeah. changed it in the 1940s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's what that's what's bothering her is that um, she thought Daddy wouldn't come home when the the, the event happened but he did. Yeah, and, and there's a good
1: chance he wouldn't. Yeah. It's cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. I think about that every time I leave home for, like, Massachusetts.
0: Do you? What if you didn't yeah. come like, back? What
1: if, uh, famously, like in 2011, here's a Massachusetts for oh, you. Oh, God. A tornado ripped through downtown... Springfield? Springfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> Caused a lot of damage. Like, did, well, what what you if that v- happened while I were memorize here?
0: Memorize the fucking tour book? <laughs>
1: You're like Marianne on vacation. <laughs> I am like Marianne on vacation. I go to the, immediately, whenever we like first get to our first dinner, like ended up a restaurant eating dinner together, I just immediately pull out my phone and go to Wikipedia for the town. Wow. And I just immediately just out spouting facts to whoever, to whoever will listen to me. That's terrifying. It's fun. Oh, the other thing I
0: didn't say about the picture, if you look closely at yeah. it, that Steph draws, um... The sun is frowning. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you didn't think something was
1: terribly wrong. (laughs) Um, Well, that could be a reference to Super Mario Brothers 3, I guess. Okay. Those desert levels where the sun kind of like swirls around and drops down and tries to get you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. You, you should talk about that with Cyril. Cyril and I have been playing a lot of Super Mario Party, and he is fully obsessed with Mario lore. He's given up on... It's funny. Like, kids are funny. He's like... He was f- deep in Justice League.
1: Oh, and he's immediately a Justice League. And now he's
0: just, like, immediately into Super Mario lore, which is like, wow, those things are quite different. But to a kid, it's just like, guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. Then he's like always oh, like, um, Daddy, you should tell get your me more son about Mario.
1: Mario Kart, and then we could play on Switch together. Yeah, I'd like that. Oh, I would crush him. You know what? I have difficulty. He would be absolutely humiliated. Yeah, I he
0: has. To, I have difficulty explaining to him that what he's doing with the controller is manifested on the screen. Oh,
1: Miles, Miles, I think the whatever, <laughs> I think the y- year and a half difference in their age. Yeah. Plus, our parenting styles, Miles immediately understands every video game he picks up. Oh, really? That's crazy. And how to play it. Like, I, he's been raised on, like, iPad. Wow. So, Cyril, it's just like, I think it's like a complicated act of verisimilitude. No, Miles gets it for some reason. Huh. Maybe it's just really gifted. This is dad talk. Yeah. And there's no um, whammies this week. So, yeah, so it's got to stay in. Speaking of dad talk. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've got some dad Sixteen 16 minute, yeah. 30 second mark. Mm-hmm. Joey and Jesse do a little, like, dad LARPing. They do a little dad LARPing, yeah, they do a dad LARP. Um, you're going to have to pull the clip, and I'll just, just sort of describe the the broad strokes to you now, yeah. even though it's playing over it. Okay. Now you go make your phone call, clean up for dinner, and you wash under those nails, young man. <laughs> yes, sir. And, son? <laughs> I know about those magazines under your bed. <laughs> So that was the dad LARPing. It's pretty – it's a. blink and you miss it. Yeah, it's good dad LARPing. But then later
0: in that same sequence, Danny says to them – You
1: know, you guys make pretty good dads
0: yourself. And I'm reminded that in the late 80s, there was, I guess, a culture-wide obsession with the concept of there being three dads.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, and also like (laughs) – mr. mom too yeah (laughs) yeah interesting just sort of this cultural obsession with men stepping into untraditional parenting yeah
0: yeah fascinating
1: i mean look at what we're look at where we're at now we're immersed in it full house at some point they're talking about going to therapy together and joey's like that you already mentioned this he's like maybe we maybe like maybe we need help yeah and it's like there's fucking three of you. there's three of you (laughs) what do you
0: mean Somebody smarter than me needs to write about this. You've got my two dads, you've got three men and a baby,
1: you've got full house.
0: I guess it was just a shift that was happening.
1: I don't know. Some, like, cultural anthropologist probably needs to, like, figure out what happened. More more women in the workplace? Or, God, I guess we're already in the bog. Yeah. We may as well speculate. I don't know. I don't want to say anything anymore about that. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's see, I'm just going through the rest of my notes here. I do have a brief name generator, maybe, which we should just do to kind of close out the episode. But I don't know how, as usual, I don't know quite how to do it. I think I had an idea for it, but then we didn't record a week past, and you went to Massachusetts. So we'll just try to work it out together. But the name generator is... I
1: got that Western Massachusetts energy. Yeah, okay. Right now.
0: It's based on Stephanie's experience. It's based on the A plot here. But the question that... The name generator revolves around is, why do you always want to be with daddy? Oh, okay. So I think we just got to figure out what the event was. I'm just going to, I guess. So maybe if you could just figure out events near that happened near you in the last few days. I'm going to Google trauma to fathers. Okay, that's probably going to yield some hilarious results. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I'm going to look at events near me. Events near me. Good, 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 good. So, this, the thing that happened to me is this thing that I'm reading about? Yeah, that was my thought. And it's caused the trauma that makes me clingy to my father.
0: Yeah. In my case, um, someone called Rodney Carrington, who's a guy who wears a cowboy hat and is a multi-talented comedian, actor, singer, and writer, has been playing, yeah. I guess, a residency pretty near my house. And it
1: somehow got between you and your father? or I guess it's
0: just made me clingy.
1: It reminded you of dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's similar Um, at um Jerry's Pizza. Okay. Yeah. In Middletown, Connecticut. hmm Goodfellas. The Goodfellas duo. Okay, well, that's scary. Goodfellas is scary. There's a lot of, like, mob hits and With stuff. a
0: Z. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> Good he- Goodfellas with, well, hmm. It says Goodfellas with a Z in the headline on Google events. Yeah. Or Facebook events, but down in the description, it's Goodfellas with an S. But apparently they play um, pop hits from New Orleans Styles and Happy Music. There's zero people going, two people interested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe we can throw them a little publicity with
1: this. That's me and Dad, <laughs> the two people who are interested. <laughs> it's you and Daddy. And I guess I'm clingy because I'm just like, yeah. Well, are we going? Are we or going not? or not, you know? Dad? I need to know. I don't like not to not to press the matter, yeah, but like... it's happening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to um, Connecticut check? I... about Middletown, oh, Connecticut,
0: Massachusetts, and Connecticut feel like basically the same. Home thing of to me.
1: Wesleyan University, and also the Brownstone Mines, where they mined all the brownstone for brownstone buildings in New York. No. What's that? That's just Connecticut.
0: That's just a fact about... Middletown, Con- Connecticut. Okay. Well, that's where this event where is. Where I'm going
1: to see the Goodfellas duo <laughs> tomorrow. Okay, thank you for sharing that. That's That was more interesting than you thought it was going to be, wasn't it? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, at the four-minute mark, Jesse deploys his signature catchphrase. Have mercy. Yeah, you look great, Deej. Mercy. Uh but he's yeah a lot of catchphrase work this week. He's saying it. Uh, he's saying it to DJ dressed up as Mrs. Claus. Yeah, which is weird. Maybe you know what. Maybe that explains the Mrs. Claus lore that El Jefe and Lenny Rips have been talking about because normally Jesse says have mercy when he thinks a babe is smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think have mercy but, is no. also something you say when Means, Mrs. Like, Claus mercy on my soul. C- claws her way through the crack in your
1: ceiling. Yeah, it's like I know that my corporeal your being is, is null and void now, Yeah, but please have mercy on my soul. Please have mercy, you know? yeah. DJ is
0: dressed up as Mrs. Claus as a way to sort of ward away this evil spirit. And Jesse is saying the incantation that
1: you say oh, sure. when you see her. That all makes sense, I think. They don't. We don't really leave the um, the Tanner house. Yeah. But I bet if we did, we would see, like, streets filled with young women dressed as, like, yeah. Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus, yeah. And young men dressed as, like, Santa Claus. It's like, it's like SantaCon. <laughs> this was the first SantaCon. This Con. is the first SantaCon. Beautiful. And now we do it every year. Yeah. To prevent Mrs. Claus from erupting from the earth. <laughs> And it's a very special episode, but not really.
0: It tries to make a meal out of the fact that Stephanie uh, is worried that her she dad's goes to one session her, of therapy. She gets cured pretty quickly, and it's fine. And then it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the only real damage is that Danny did have to miss a work
1: event that it sounds like he wasn't that thrilled about going to in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're still like the town is in ruin. Yeah, the town is in ruin. Like, Kimmy yeah. Gibbler literally living there because her house is destroyed. Yeah, that's true.
0: And DJ has a zit, but it's just not a problem.
1: No, honestly, like you can barely see it on like high def HBO Max. I couldn't see it, and I'm sure if you were watching this in like 1989 on like a standard four by three resolution TV, you wouldn't be able to see it at all. Yeah, there's
0: like kind of a gaslighting theme in this episode where Stephanie goes to uh, Michelle, and she like the way that she wants to sleep in her dad's room, but she doesn't want to do it herself, so she goes and wakes Michelle. Oh, yeah to trick her dad into thinking that Michelle is the one who woke everyone up. And when and Michelle then, like, wakes ben up... Ben
1: Shapiro, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. logic traps her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> into going into their, their dad's bedroom too. <laughs> um,
0: but she says to Michelle, when Michelle's like, why'd I wake up, Stephanie's like, you're having trouble sleeping. Good morning. It's not morning. You're having trouble sleeping. I I am. <laughs> So there's like it established itself with this like weird gaslighting theme and then I was like are they doing it to us with the zit? Cuz like DJ's talking about a zit and I can't fucking see it. I
1: think there's one shot where you can kind of see it. You can sort of see it. I don't yeah. and I don't want to like I worry yeah. about you sort of like you know putting a hit out on whoever that was the makeup yeah, the makeup artist. Yeah, we've on never on been able show, to figure so. out who that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh well before we go, yeah. Jack at the twelve minute and fifty six second mark, yeah, before they decide to go to therapy, Steph and Dad mm-hmm. are having a very special moment together, and he—they're trying to like crack jokes to one another, I think, to kind of cut the cut the tension, okay? Because they're like all playing pick up monkey, mon- barrel of monkeys together. Mm-hmm. She's sort of obsessively like keeping him around, playing board games all the time, yeah, to keep him within reach. And I think to break, cut the tension, he, he, she tells a joke, and then he tells a joke. He says, Okay, uh, what's purple and lives in the ocean?
0: A purple fish. <laughs>
1: Moby grape. <laughs> he starts laughing very like, ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's like, I don't get it. And he's like, yeah, it wasn't funny. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> You're right, it's not funny. So I was thinking
0: we could help him workshop the joke. Oh, okay yeah what's purple and lives in the ocean uh, mrs. Claus before she manifested on the physical plane
1: okay I guess that's not Is that funny either that's true I don't... <laughs> um, their mom oh yeah maybe he wasn't even saying a joke he was just like yeah reminding was her. reminding her of the um, mrs. Tanner like what awaits them all yeah <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: bottom of the ocean what's purple and lives in the ocean i don't even really get what he was going for moby dick moby grape it's a famous joke but i don't get it let's see what's purple and lives in the ocean what's purple what's well let's name some purple things grapes grapes (laughs) i think we got to start with it's a rock band yeah that's not gonna help don't start don't start with moby grape which we've decided is a bad answer not grapes, okay. Yeah, so let's st- let's steer clear of grapes here. G- give me some purple things. You just Googled what purple things, I assume. Or did you just Google <laughs> Moby Grape? <laughs> Classic. What purple things? <laughs> give me some purple things to work with. Um, Emperor- Roman um, emperors we would wear purple as a sign Eggplant. of their authority. Eggplant. That's like
1: um penises in the iPhone. Okay. What's purple and lives in your iPhone? <laughs> Penis. <laughs> lavender i don't know maybe i guess maybe that's the best they could do with that set maybe it was the best yeah. <laughs> yeah and i guess we have to keep the setup yeah we so if we've got to keep the setup
0: i think the best we can respond is moby Grape. but now we see how he kind of painted himself into a corner there
1: purple crayon
0: purple crayon yeah
1: <laughs> let's get out of here <laughs> we
0: gotta go and thank
1: you tanner for bearing with me this week hey thank you jack for bearing with me and thank you for bearing with us yeah Friday. Yeah,
0: we do love and kiss you every single day. Yeah. And what else? Well, you know what? This week we watched a movie. The movie we watched was called Aftershocks Yep. by Full House. And next week we're going to be watching a little movie called The Quilt by
1: Family Matters. Ooh. Sounds like it has some promise. Yeah. You know? Yeah, The Quilt. It sounds like a, a fertile playing ground, a sort of a fertile field in which Urkel could plant some mischief. Make a note of this. Make a
0: note of this. Yeah. Uh next week when we talk about this, um yeah. I'm I want to make a bunch of jokes about quiet quilting. Oh. Okay. You know, because it's like everyone's quiet quilting at the moment. I don't know what quiet quilting quiet is. Quiet quitting is like is
1: it is it
0: a thing that everyone
1: it's like oh quiet quitting. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quiet quilting. Yeah. That's good.
0: We'll work Okay. On it. <laughs> <laughs> let's meditate on we'll that. We'll meditate on, on that a little bit. But, but that's something to look forward to, folks. Okay. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is
1: Tanner Greenring, and it's still Friday. Look out, Friday night. Come down to the show. Here we go. Full house, family smiles. It's just the two of us, but I want it my way.
0: Could be, we'll be here for a year, strangers to our lives. How did it come to
1: this so oh man, on oh God, it's Friday. Be very.